0: In our previous Call Convo, we unpacked the idea of busyness and the impact it can have on our physical, emotional and spiritual well-being. We asked you to consider what helps you to rest and recharge. Are these methods effective in bringing about true rest for you? In today's Call Convo, Susan and I will explore how we find rest in the midst of our busy lives. This is a continuation of our previous episode. If you haven't listened to episode seven yet, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that first before listening to this one. Hmm. But I do think, yeah, all these distractions, the things that we do to keep ourselves busy, especially idle things like that, you know, where you're like watching this hour of YouTube or even scrolling Facebook for hours is not adding anything. Um, like it's, it's not even a discussion about, I think, whether we're being productive or not. Um, but it's just, I think, a process of numbing your mind so you don't really mm-hmm. have to slow down and process what's going on. And I think that's something that the more you do it, the less you notice that you're actually doing it.
1: Yeah, that's so true. And I feel like as Christians, we're often like, oh, I just need some time to wind down and to rest and we kind of just do all these different things like oh, just go on Netflix or mm. just have our little hobbies. But something that I've been thinking about is how much does this actually give us rest? Because I find that so often I just spend, I'm tired and I spend like an hour on Instagram. And when I do end up going, like trying to go to bed, I just feel even more drained. I don't feel any more like refreshed than before i went on instagram and Mm. i think that's um kind of in line with what you learn in the bible as well how we're not meant to find rest from all these things but we're meant to find rest through the word and through spending time with god and he's the one that refreshes our souls Mm. um and yet like at that time when you're tired and deciding should i spend time meditating on god's word or should i like just mindlessly scroll scroll through something it's like meditating on God's work sounds so much, God's word sounds so much more like work um, than Instagram. But I guess at the end of the day, like that is really what gives you um, refreshment. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, Susie, as you were saying that, an analogy came to mind. Um, and I think this has been something that has been used in Christian circles, but I think it's a good reminder. When you were saying that you weren't refreshed from going on Instagram, um, I was thinking of that analogy of junk food versus mm. like wholesome food, like proper you know meal. So like when you're feeling tired and you're reaching for the m and Ms or the Tim Tams or you know the chips, like it satisfies you for a very short period of time. But within half an hour, your body's used up to the glucose, and you're craving for more. And or if you don't satisfy yourself with the sugar, you crash and you feel more tired and more gross than you did before. Mm. But if you had just chosen to eat a meal properly that was filled with good nutrients of, you know, proteins, carbs and fats, um, you would feel fuller for longer. You would feel refreshed. You'd be able to go about your day better. Mm. And I feel like that's kind of what you were saying with reading God's word and going to that good source of strength um, from God and
1: yeah.
0: um, getting our wisdom from Him and letting His spirit and His truth refresh us rather than going just through mindlessly through social media or, or TV.
1: Mm, yeah, and going on along with that analogy, like um, in terms of fast food versus good whole foods it's like so much faster to just open a bag of chips rather than like oh need to like get everything out and start cooking everything and then cleaning everything and it's also often a lot cheaper to like get fast food rather than to get like good food um and the world kind of makes it that way um but yeah i guess that's the same with like the word of god it's like so much easier and so much more easily accessible to just open Instagram or I guess it's the same in terms of opening the app but Mm. yeah it's just so much easier to do that um, rather than to like spend time reading the word but yeah ultimately we think it's going to give us rest and satisfy us but it doesn't.
0: Mm. Yeah that's a good point. I think a, a lot about jesus when he was here on earth and he would often take time to just sit and be with the father and Mm. go into his quiet kind of space so do you have a physical location or a time blocked out in the week where you can just sit with the father and not have to think about anything else but just spending time with god
1: that's a good question i can't say that i do like even with all the like Christian things that I do. It's all very like structured. And I'm just like, for example, with BSF, Bible Study Fellowship, it's like, hey, okay, I'm going to do the homework. But, or what else? Like listening to a podcast while I'm going for a walk. It's mm. always just very like, oh, let's fill it in while I can instead of like, uh, let me stop and take time out to do it or like physically go somewhere else and spend that time. With God. So, yeah, that's definitely something that I should think about a bit more and be more intentional with, I think. Yeah. What Mm -hmm. does it look like for you? Uh, I would say at the moment,
0: uh, not great. I (laughs) have not been intentional with setting aside that time or that physical space. I think it really makes a difference when you do do that because I think when I, again, look at that example of Jesus in the Bible, I'm sure he's talking to God every day, like we should be, through you know, quiet mm. time, praying throughout the day, like he does that. But he also had special times where he's like, I will spend this extended period of time and even put down what everybody else thought was important, for example, healing large crowds of people um, mm. because he knew what was a priority for him and that's something I haven't been prioritizing. Um, there was something that I used to do a few years ago um, this thing called morning with the Lord, um, and it was inspired out of one a few of our mission trips that we've both been on, Suze, where they, you would set aside a day, day mm. with the Lord, once a week, where you would just spend that time with God, reading through the Bible. There was nothing else scheduled, and you just really saw where that kind of day took you, and it was really cool the kind of things that God was able to speak into. My life about when I was able to be quiet before him and actually let him take over that space rather than mm. me trying to direct it through like you were saying some sort of structured quote-unquote Christian event
1: yeah which is good <laughs> not yeah. to undermine that but yeah that's so true um yeah I think like for myself even though the past few Months I've been having three day weekends and I keep telling people how great it is, but so often mm-hmm. I find that at the end of the three day weekend I'm just tired and like yeah just exhausted rather than refreshed. And so yeah, I think definitely something I need to um, put in place in my life in terms of just yeah being more intentional with um spending time with God and resting in God. Yeah,
0: yeah. Something else that has been brought up throughout my week was I'm studying Exodus with my life group and we're going through Exodus chapter 20 where you talk about the 10 commandments and one of them is about taking that Sabbath day mm. so Sue what do you think Sabbath means for God like what do you think God means when he wants us to take a Sabbath <laughs>
1: That's such a good question. I have thought about that and it's interesting because so often we read about like the Pharisees and how they've come up with all these like crazy rules about what what is considered rest and what is not, like how you can pick up a stone or how you can heal someone or you can't on Sabbath because that's considered work. Um, and yeah, for me on Sundays, I do my big cook up or like I'll go for a walk but I'm like, Do those things um, count as work or, like, are they part of my rest? I don't really know. Like, what what does it mean to take the Sabbath day and Mm. not do work? Because I guess, and then I guess we have to define what work is because it's not just your nine-to-five job, but it can be so many other things as well.
0: Yeah. One of the things we discussed was also the attitude um, because a lot of the things that you were saying with the Pharisees when they put in all these rules were just superficially it looked like you were adhering to the Sabbath. but you' in your heart, are you actually resting before God? Are you actually opening your heart and willing to listen to him? Mm. Um, I think that's a big thing as well, because I think it's much harder to examine your attitude than just say, oh i've I've blanked out this day, I'm not. Actually working at my job, but like you said, you can fill it in with other things and be like, Oh God, I still kept this day free for you because I <laughs> didn't go into the office.
1: Right. What do you think the attitude should be?
0: Hmm. <laughs> um viewing this day as being holy and sacred to God. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a whole nother discussion of what does sacred mean. <laughs> Because I think we've lost a lot of that in Western Christianity, that understanding of what sacred means. But I think realising that it is a day to be different than the other days, even though um, on the surface it might mean not going into the office, but what can we do in our hearts that's different, right? Like what's the attitude and the posture we have before God? How can we be more humble and more willing to listen, um, compared to other days in our week where there are a lot of things competing for that attention. Yeah, because I think for a long time I just thought Sabbath meant going to church and that yeah. two hours that I'm in church um, and that's it. But I think the more that I've become older and especially now living out of home, really begun to examine what does Sabbath look like in my life now, especially when we didn't have physical church for a long time. so yeah. I would point. do things as I listened to the church service. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I really wasn't giving Sabbath any thought over the last mm. few months, you know, even though we just talked about how life had slowed down a bit more because of COVID. But in terms of actually viewing that time with God and viewing that time with other Christians as being sacred, that's something that I haven't done very well.
1: Hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm 100% the same and I I really like what you say you said about how it's more of the attitude and the mindset rather than the rules and that's kind of sums up a lot about what Christianity is, right? Um it's like it's not about okay, you just have to obey these 10 commandments and then you're a solid good Christian, but um like I think for example with like going for a walk, it's you know, it can be like, I guess, physically exhausting to like do exercise, but or like you might do it on other days as well. But instead of just doing it mindlessly and trying to get through it, it's like, okay, how can I spend this time um, communicating with God or um, just including God along in this walk and just being more mindful about it? Um, Yeah, so I think that's a good point. Hmm.
0: Alright, well, Suze, even though we said that we weren't necessarily always going to come to a conclusion from our discussions today, (laughs) do you have any summary points or action points that you'd like to um, impart to our listeners or Mm -hmm. take on board yourself?
1: Yeah, I like that. No conclusions, but definitely always application (laughs) points. Um. I think just setting aside time, that's something that I haven't been very good at doing. Um, I always have, every morning I make this whole list of things, especially on weekends, of what I have to do, like do the laundry, go grocery shopping, clean my room, clean the bathroom. Um, and like, I always procrastinate and then gets later and later, and then I don't end up having that time of rest at the end. Yep. I think being intentional about scheduling rest in and not just doing it as something, if I have time at the end of the day, but maybe blocking out like a good two hours and yep. just allowing myself to spend that time in the word meditating. Um, yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah, uh, Suze, I was going to say something very similar to yours. Oh, I um, can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been copyrighted. <laughs> um, but yeah i I really like that, and I think, as church for me is in the evening, I mm-hmm. want to start off my Sundays um with some time with God um and setting aside maybe one to two hours um of just that uninterrupted time of mm-hmm. meditating on God's Word and letting him speak to me, but also reflecting on who He is and what has occurred throughout the week um Because I think that's just something I don't do often enough, even at the end of the day. Like, I just switch off and don't really want to reflect on what the day has been. Yeah. But that's something that I want to do. I think also thinking about my attitude toward busyness. I think for me, it has been a source of pride, especially with the stereotype of being a medical student. I think I do fit into that stereotype to a certain extent where... I will use that as an excuse of going, oh, I'm just so busy because I'm a medical student. Uh, can't do this because I'm busy, you know, being a medical student. Um, mm. and, I, and I think I want to watch that language because I think a lot of the things that we say are reflective of things in our heart. Um, mm. So that's something I want to work on.
1: Oh, that's great. And we can definitely keep each other accountable with that. <laughs> well, that's what this is for. <laughs> and everyone else can keep us accountable as well. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> well, I'll catch you in the next call combo, Suze.
1: Sounds good. See you later. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining our call convo. Suze and I discovered that our relationship with God played a big part in finding true rest. Even if you do not consider yourself a spiritual person, we would still encourage you to consider the types of things that take up your downtime. Is it junk food or is it wholesome food? Let us know your thoughts on Instagram.